0: Introduction there Don.
1: Oh thank you very much. You know what I did today. Um oh.
0: what man he is like shot out of a can and really really hyper. What'd you do?
1: Oh, can, can I talk with them? Um on the way into the studio, I um I, I stopped at a 7-Eleven and got a five-hour energy. And I swear to God, I'm high.
0: You're not high. You are just you just have energy.
1: No, no. I'm high.
0: No. All right, Don. Just as long as you're helping out, that's all that matters. Uh, it's a Mike Coos podcast. Hope everybody had a good New Year's Eve. Welcome to the first podcast of 2018. You ready, Don? No. A lot of stuff to do tonight. Got a lot of things to talk about. Don has a whole list right here of things to talk about on the Mike Coos podcast. Last week, the biggest week of the podcast, even though we've only been around for mm, two months, this is our seventh episode, and we have over 8,000 downloads for episode number six. I, I think that's a lot. And I know people get, like, millions of hits. Dude, I don't... I, I think it's awesome. I don't care. is a lot to me. Like I said before, I sell shelves. Okay? So, thank you very much if you are subscribed to the Mike Coos Podcast. If you're not, uh, go to iTunes. Look it up. M-I-K-E-K-O-O-Z Podcast. And subscribe. Thank you very much. And we have an email address, froggycooz, F-R-O-G-G-Y-K-O-O-Z, at yahoo.com. So there's all kinds of ways to reach out. Send us any kind of email you want, man. We love the love. We will take it. All
1: right, Don, you ready? How was your new year? Well, I mean, it was okay. Hang on, this part's a little... What are you doing to it? Uh, It's just a little hinky here.
0: Stop messing with it. All right, it sounds fine to me. Just take it off, man. I've had enough of that song. Golly. it's It's too early in the year
1: for such racket. You sound a thousand years old, man. Honestly, who's the old man in the relationship? Me or you? You know?
0: Don, do you have a resolution? I don't want to know yet, actually. We'll go through New Year's Eve resolutions later. Um, I want to tell you guys really quickly, I had a two-hour meeting today uh, for work, for real-life work. I have a, unfortunately, I have a real job. Um, So,
1: What, you're saying that when you had a radio job, it wasn't, like, really working?
0: Well, not really, because when you have a radio job and you love radio, that's not working. It's fun.
1: Oh, what a little bitch.
0: Don, seriously, no cursing tonight, man. I had enough complaints on Facebook, people saying, why is Don cursing so much?
1: I, I, seriously, I don't care. I'm jacked on five hours.
0: All right, so let me get back to my meeting. I had a two-hour meeting today, um, and it was brutal. Brutal? I mean, slideshow, PowerPoint presentations, just... Just boring, um, but that doesn't matter. The point is, the guy who did the presentation was sitting across the table from me and my partner, and he had what I like to call a lip bugger, and I think a lot of people out there probably know what a lip bugger is. It's it's some sort of God, I'm getting like sick thinking about it. Hang on. You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Hang on. <clears throat> It's like a uh, I had a teacher in high school too that had it every day. It's like this little thing in the corner of the mouth when the person talks, and I don't know if they have a dry mouth. It's definitely not from having the proper amount of saliva to you know, it's you got some sort of issue going on if you got lip buggers on the on the corner of your mouth. And then during the meeting today, the guy who was presenting had a lip bugger on the side of it. So just so gross. And, and when he talked, he was giving a presentation, and it was like 5,000 slides, I swear. Just the most boring. But every time he would talk directly to me, his his little, his lip booger was, it was like a string going between his top and bottom lip, man. It
1: was so gross. I know what you're talking about. My wife Sophia gets those sometimes. And, um, and I almost puke, honestly, because it's like a little... It's like a mucus ball, right?
0: Yeah, it's like a mucus ball. We need to get another mic. I, I, I'm, I'm tired of you breathing on me.
1: Well, I'm tired of you breathing on me.
0: We need another mic. We need a sponsor for this thing. Uh, no, we don't. I don't, I, I, I don't want to do it. I don't want to make money off this. I just want to do this for fun. I'm getting my creativity out.
1: Man, who cares? Get back to the lip boogers.
0: Well, back to lip boogers. So, lip boogers giving the presentation and. I'm texting my other guys in our group, and I'm like, dude, check out the guy's lip. I mean, it is so—does anybody out there know what I'm talking about? And I know you can't call me right now and, and let me know, but I th- is that a condition? Because thinking back to high school, I had sort of like a PTSD flashback to high school. Mrs. Kelly at Tampa Catholic had lip boogers every day. And she would just be like, all right, let's talk about uh, um English. And then it was like, a, you can't see me now, but I'm doing like a little, it's like a stringy booger in between the two lips. And every time they, you know when it happened, I'm getting sick. Hang on.
1: <laughs> Are you okay, Coos? No. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I
0: don't know. Like I told you guys, my stomach these days is so weak. After the double blood ulcers, um, but you remember that video of Donald Trump? I don't know it was like a year or two ago that I don't never politics on this show, but he had a lip bugger that was and then he
1: swallowed it
0: <laughs> you know what this is because you know what it is It's because of that dumb bit m j made me do every year with the eggnog. <sighs> The worst thing I ever did was do that the first time because it worked out. It was funny. It killed, and I had to do it every year. Number one, I can't drink eggnog anymore because of that. All right? I I used to enjoy eggnog. Number two, it messed up my stomach. And now thinking about stuff, like just thinking about stuff makes me sick. So, But the bottom line is, man, I had a meeting today that was forever long, and I had a lip bugger that was running the meeting. I mean, there's no point to telling the story. Just that, you know, I don't know if you're anything like me, but when I think about stuff like that, it sticks with me all day. Like when I was eating dinner tonight with my family, I'm thinking about lip bugger and I can't even eat my pasta. I'm like, no Alfredo tonight for goose. I got a lip bugger on the brain. I mean, it's just, dude, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself the whole time during the meeting, man, have some water. I just want to go get him a bottle of water. Drink this, you disgusting pig. With your mucus lip. Oh, my God. It just And it wouldn't go away. I'm just sitting there and I'm praying. Please, have that thing fall off. Go down your throat. Just have it go somewhere, man. That thing stuck around for two full hours. <sighs> I don't know how to get it out of my mind. You know, it reminds me of uh, my grandmother. Um, She lived with us from the time I was born to the time I was 23 when she passed away at 86 years old. And I loved my grandmother. She was a little, uh, some may say crazy. Dementia Don. Who, me? Yeah. You're inspired by her, actually, because she had dementia. But she was a rough old broad, man. But here's the thing about her. She would, you know, she lived with us until I moved out of the house at 23, which is pathetic, I know. But I had my own apartment, so at the house, it's like a Michael Seaver apartment. You don't even understand. Why, why would you leave? Nevertheless, my grandmother would eat dinner with us every night, and she would get stuff on her face every night. And I remember one particular night we were eating like, I don't know, something, some sort of steak and potato. And man, she got a potato stuck in her throat. And she hawked up half a potato in the middle of the table, in the middle of dinner. And I still talk about it to this day with my parents because sometimes, man, I can't even eat because I think about how disgusting that was. And, uh, things, like, and that kind of stuff happened every night. My grandmother was a big, uh, she was very guilty when it comes to having lip boogers and, and lip. Like, if I'm having lunch with you and you have food on your lip, I, I'm going to go insane. I'm going to go nuts. Because it's sort of, I don't know, my, my dad makes fun of me to this day because of it. He's like, what's, a, like, if I'm eating chicken, like, I had Chick-fil-A with my dad a couple days ago, he came over for lunch, and he would jokingly put a piece of chicken on his lip and go, hey who, Mike, look at me, can you eat? Because it's a known thing in my family that if you, that kind of stuff makes me sick. And today, for two hours, Don, two hours.
1: Wow, that's a long time. Yeah. Are you done talking about this? Why? Well, um, it's kind of boring.
2: Give me the mic!
0: Listen, I got a lot of stuff to get to tonight. I just, I had to bring that up, Don, because it's, you know how you know how I am with that kind of stuff, with the lip boogers and stuff, and you have them sometimes too, you old prick, you cotton
1: mouth old bastard. Hey, don't talk to me that way.
0: Oh, why? Let me guess, because you were in the Army?
1: No, I am a veteran, and I will tie you up. In two seconds, son. Oh, will you? <laughs> what are you doing, Don? Yeah, that's right. This is called a cross chicken wing with an arm bar. How does it feel? Oh my god, let go, let go, let go. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. God, Don? What the? <sighs> yeah, yeah, I learned that in the reserves. That's a cross-faced chicken wing with an arm bar, and if you mess with me again, I'll put you to sleep.
0: Oh, my God, Don. I think you broke my arm. <sighs> Golly. All right, let's take a break. As you can tell, the lip booger has affected me, and now my left arm is kind of twisted up. Thanks, Don.
1: Well, don't talk trash, or I will twist you up and put you to sleep.
0: Oh, my God. I... I I need a new co-host slash producer, froggycoos at yahoo.com.
1: Uh, let's take a quick break.
0: Oh, my God, my arm. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Don, you're I hate you. Let's take a quick break. This right here is the first ever crank call I did for the MJ Morning Show. It is Projectile Vomit Man. It's the Mike Coos Podcast. Don't move.
2: Good morning,
0: child's This choice. Hi, Joy. My name is Robert, and uh, I'd like to apply for a substitute teacher position. Okay. If you go
2: to child.org.
0: Okay. Well, let me ask you a question before we go any further. Sure. Does disabilities, will that hold me back from getting the position if I have a disability? Well, we're equal opportunity employers, so okay. um Because I have a condition that I have this thing where I projectile vomit every 30 seconds or so. Whoa. So.
2: Well, that might present a problem. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. Are you about okay. That. <laughs> now, I know what you're going to ask. I can't vomit in class, but what I do is I strap a horse feeder bag around my face, and therefore the vomit goes in the horse feeder. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I think this might be present a
0: problem working with four year olds. I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm so sorry about this. It's okay. But um, I could duct tape a bucket to my chest. <laughs> I don't mean to be rude, no, see I mean, you're laughing at me, but it's not! <laughs> so...
3: <laughs> so... Oh,
2: my goodness. You poor man. This is terrible.
0: I also keep a, an assortment of Big Gulp cups in my shirt pocket. So.
2: Have you ever held any kind of a job with this condition?
0: I was a chef for many years. A chef? Oh my god. And uh, what I used to do there was I wore parachute pants every day. (laughs) And I would... Vomit in my period.
2: <laughs> you must have been a joy to be around. <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: Oh my god, I am so sorry about this, but there's ways to get around violent projectile Vamoot. Uh,
2: I don't think so.
0: So you're turning me down? Ah,
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid we'd have the children or the staff. Everybody would be joining you.
0: I've only thrown up on a child's face one time in one class.
2: Well, one would be more.
0: Sometimes if I do it too much, I just pass out. So if that happens, (laughs) if that happens, call the. (laughs)
2: Oh, my gosh. Who is this? (laughs) Okay, bye.
0: Mike Coos Podcast. What's going on though? We had a good New Year's Eve. Kind of a, uh, kind of a, uh, I don't know, kind of a sad New Year's Eve for me and the family. First one. uh, Without the old meatball. Super Beagle. of depressing, you know, because usually we have to, dr- I mean, we didn't have to drug him, we had all natural drops for Meatball because he was afraid of, uh, you know, fireworks, firecrackers, all that crap. So in our neighborhood, they do it up, man. Firecrackers, fireworks, 4th of July and New Year's Eve. And it's not even for a little bit, it's for like four days. <laughs> I mean... It's like January 3rd. Why are you doing fireworks three days after New Year's Eve? There's no reason for it. Stop. At two in the afternoon. What? Two in the afternoon fireworks? Man, why? Well, and Meatball used to be scared. Yeah, he would be scared. He'd freak out. We'd have to drug him, basically. Poor Meatball. Meatball. you're running across the rainbow bridge right now you're probably either humping another dog trying to steal their food or attacking one of the smaller dogs like you used to do at the dog park just because you were an old grump and i miss you miss you you old prick What are you doing? Don't worry about it, Don, man. You know, I'm trying to... I I miss my dog. I'm sorry. I miss my dog.
1: He's been dead for six months.
0: (laughs) Don't talk... Come on, Don. What are you going to do when Sophia dies?
1: Now, don't even. Don't even.
0: Well, she's 82.
1: How old is she? 82.
0: And you're what? 70...
1: 78.
0: Yeah, well, guess what, dude? She's not going to be around forever.
1: Goose, I promise you I'll twist you up again.
0: All right. I won't bring it up. God. All right. So let's move on, Don, to something a little more annoying. And this is something real quick I want to get to. And it's something that I'm not going to say who it is. And I hope they don't listen. But they are, they are close to us. Not too close. But they are around. And they do refer to their pets as their kids. Um... And that is annoying for so many reasons. And they don't they don't just refer to their pets as their kids, but you know, they they talk about their pets like they're their kids. And how tough it is and how they have they have like five dogs. And they're going to sit there and bitch about how hard. Of course it's hard. You have five of them. But don't sit there and act like having five dogs is like having five kids. No. That's not even close, man. You could leave your dogs outside if you wanted to. Screw it. Leave them out. Throw a a bowl of food, some water. Boom. You're good for a couple hours. Five kids. (laughs) Every second. Every second. Dad. Dad. Mom. Dad. I have two kids, and I'm about to lose my mind because it's every second. I work from home. I need to, I'm, I'm going to get a part-time job at Publix, man. I I need to get out of the house because, you know, they're home from school on the vacation, man, every second. Daddy, can I have some orange crackers? All right, let me get you the orange crackers. Hang on to me. Daddy, can I have some fruit snacks? All right, let me get you some. Daddy, can I have some honey bun of ginger- oats?
1: Oh, my God.
0: Go back to school.
1: Man, you are really angry today, aren't you?
0: No, I'm just fed up with. I'm fed up with being at home. I need to get out of the house, man. I need to get a part-time job. Thinking about maybe signing up for UPS, throwing on the brown. Let's go run some boxes. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I don't know. I just need to get out. I need to. I need to get away. I, I've been at home with the kids for six years.
1: Wow. What I mean, you're basically a mom.
0: Don, I'm going to smack you. No, you're not. Yeah, you're right. I probably won't. Um, Let's move on to something that is, it blew my mind when I read this article um, and where I do most of my research is in the bathroom. And I read this article today and it was an article about the top 10 uh, richest YouTubers of 2017 of the year and what they made and how they made it. And one in particular blew my mind. And that is this guy right here.
2: Welcome to Ryan Toy Review. Hi, Ryan and Daddy. Hi, hey. Mommy. What are we going to do today? Uh, we are going to make a real working bubble gum machine.
3: Yeah, we have a bubble gum factory.
2: Yes, it will make 20 pieces of double bubble
0: Okay, so this is Ryan's Toy Review. And it's something that I've caught my son, Max, the six-year-old, watching close to a billion times. Close. Every day. Ryan's Toy Review. Okay? And here's the thing about Ryan's Toy Review on YouTube. And if you have a kid, they probably watch it. Ryan is like six. His dad is probably my age. He's ugly and weird looking. His mom is probably my age and she's gross and not funny and all together they have ryan's toy review on youtube do i sound negative about it yes because i'm jealous okay these guys this family hang on a second let me play a little more let me see let me see how good this is right here okay so they're reviewing uh, this is what they do they they review toys it's a six-year-old kid his parents, and I think he has a couple brothers and sisters, they review toys on, on YouTube. Just a uh, couple of seconds here. Oh, bubble
2: gum. Wait. Oh, is this a game?
3: No, no, no. It's for real. You can oh. make a real gummy.
0: Not gummy. <laughs> you can make a real gummy. They don't even know what they're doing. The kid doesn't... Is it for real? The kid has... Ryan has no clue what's going on. Meanwhile, hang on a second. Just hang. Bubble
2: gum. <laughs> Here's aluminum foil. Here, here's some gunpowder. Here's some stickers that we can put on the machine.
0: Okay, so they're just going through the. the, I don't know if like the company sent them this or what. It's a a, a toy. It's a toy.
2: bubble. bubble.
0: It's a bubble. This toy sucks.
2: With batteries inside. The first thing you're going to do, Ryan, is get the aluminum cup and put it into the aluminum cup
3: holder. There we go. Why does it give you a lot? So you can make
2: more and more and more.
3: Okay, so next thing we're going
2: to do... So
0: Ryan basically is confused. His dad's messing with the bubble gum. You can make bubble gum. A horrible toy. Yeah. They made bubble gum and it looks like pink poop. All
3: right, I'm going to test out what we made, okay? Okay, so dad's going to eat the bubble gum. This is the gum we
0: made. Okay.
2: Thank you for watching our bubblegum video. Don't forget to join the Rush Squad. Bye. Bye. Okay, so that's it.
0: That's the video. (laughs) They did absolutely nothing. Oh, my God. What? You know how many people watched that video? 1.2 million views. Okay. Ryan's Toy Review has 10 million subscribers and million subscribers so this is the article I found out of the business insider a six year old boy made 11 million dollars in 2017 on YouTube reviewing toys (laughs) this is outrageous okay let me just get into this article for a second um the six-year-old Ryan of YouTube's Ryan's Toy Reviews made $11 million in revenue this year from his YouTube account. Surely the envy of all elementary school kids worldwide. <laughs> yeah, you think? How about all, all parents worldwide? Ryan, the six-year-old host of Ryan's Toy Re- No, he's not the host. Ryan has no idea what's going on. Ryan, I think, is kind of... What? I think he's kind of out of it. He's a little, you know what I'm saying? So, Ryan of Ryan's Toy Review, a popular toy review channel, popular. They got 10 million friggin' views or uh, subscribers. I'd say they're popular. It's a family run YouTube channel. Generated $11 million in 2017 according to the Forbes annual list of highest earning YouTube celebrities 11 million dollars tied Ryan's toy review with the YouTube comedy stalwart smoosh I don't know what that is I guess it's I guess this is like the Logan Paul Jake Paul kind of stuff the the popular YouTube stuff. Last year, The Verge profiled the channel and Ryan's parents, who have shot and produced the account's frequently nearly daily release videos since Ryan's toy review started in March 2015. The account began when Ryan, then simply a four-year-old, he was a fan of toys. He started reviewing videos. He asked his dad, Daddy, Daddy, why can't I review toys on YouTube? Daddy says, okay, let's do it. Ryan's toy review started out slowly until a July 2015 video went viral. Oh, wow. Let's see. It must have been a crazy, awesome video, right, that went viral? The video featured Ryan opening and reviewing a box containing more than 100 toys from the Pixar's movie Cars. So he opened a box of toys. And it got 12 million views. You know, sometimes you, you wake up in the morning and you say to yourself, I'm doing something ass wrong. Backwards. And that's the that's the This kid doesn't this family doesn't deserve this. And you gotta watch some of their videos too. Go on YouTube and look it up. They they obviously have a new house. They got a new house, because if you look at the videos from the beginning of Ryan's Toy Review, I mean they're licking a dump. And now they're in a mansion. I mean, talk about flaunting your money, new rich. (laughs) Unbelievable. Ryan's Toy Review, the channel, and now tends to review new toys or kids' food products. So I guess people just send them toys, like constantly. And YouTube pays them from ad revenue, maybe? I'm not sure how YouTube pays people. But obviously, man, they pay. And they pay big. So if anybody out there knows uh, a way I, I'm not I, I just can't take advantage of my kids like this. I mean, my sons are more entertaining than Ryan. My sons can kick Ryan's ass, honestly. Uh, according to The Verge, the channel's viewership, which boasts a current audience of 10 million subscribers, translates to about 1 million a month. In advertising revenue alone, man, these people are drawing money. That's what it's all about. They're doing nothing on YouTube and they're making money. This kid is six. This is bound or This is. Think back to the, to the the child stars who really got ruined. You know what's happening, Willis, or what's his name?
1: Oh, uh, the little the little kid. Um, what you're talking about, Willis? That one? Yeah. Uh, Gary Coleman, those types,
0: this Gary Coleman, I guarantee wasn't making 11 million a year back in his TV days. And look what, look what happened to him. Now, my prediction on Ryan's toy review, Ryan's going to be a meth head in like five years. Okay.
1: Well, he's six years old.
0: Yeah. When he's 10, he's going to be on the streets begging for meth. Come on, man. 11 million at six. What? No, just stop it. And also, if anybody has any advice on how me and my sons can make money, froggycoos at yahoo.com. Seriously, I mean, there's got to be something out there. I mean, if Ryan from Ryan's, I'm going to kick Ryan's ass, honestly.
1: Coos, he's six. You can't say that.
0: I'll say it if I want. Ryan, me and you, bro, in the ring. I promise you I could probably, I could probably, I could probably kick his ass. What is he, six? Let's do it, bro. Um, Don,
1: you think we should take a quick break? Well, yeah, because honestly, all you're doing is bitching about how jealous you are of a six-year-old kid, and it's really coming off kind of weird and in jealousy.
0: Well, I don't care what it comes off like. It's my show. It's a Mike Coos podcast. I do what I want.
1: Wow, what an egomaniac.
0: Maybe so. Let's take a quick break. I want to get to something um, that I probably should see a doctor about. Coming up, my hypochondria. We got New Year's Eve resolutions with Don
1: Stanley. And are we going to do it, Don? Don Aroke? Yeah. Do you want to do Don Aroke again? Well, I have, a, uh, I have a great song I want to play or sing for you tonight. And another edition of Don Aroke Because my name is Don and I'm going to sing karaoke. It's Don Aroke. Yeah, we know what it means. Uh, Don't move. It is
0: the Mike Coos Podcast. More next.
1: Look deep into his eyes. It's the Rick the Hypnotist Show.
0: Yes, I hope you're looking deep into my eyes. It is the Rick the Hypnotist Show, the very first Rick the Hypnotist Show is on the air. Thank you for joining us. My name is Richard, or you can call me Rick the Hypnotist. I've been a hypnotist certified for uh, close to 20 years now, and uh, they decided to give me my own radio show. I I believe I'm one of the first hypnotists to have a radio show, so i like to thank everybody who helped me get this far. Uh, Let's start the show with an interview, shall we? On the line. We have somebody by the name of... Are you there?
4: Uh, Thanks for having me on your show.
0: Well, I love your energy. I could just feel your aura, and I could tell you're a good, good man. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Great. Now, tell me a little bit about why you're here. It says that you have a book coming out that has to do with ways to make kids enjoy reading, ways to make kids love to read. I know a lot of kids don't like to read, and you have a book about this, right?
4: That's right, uh, Rick. It's, it's really a how-to book. It's, it's meant for, for the parents of, of these children to read and uh, take ideas of how to keep their kids involved in the wonderful world of literature.
0: Now, let me ask you this question, because it does have to do with my field, and I find that hypnotizing people really can get you uh, what you want in life. Now, have you ever tried hypnotizing uh, the youth, the kids, in trying to get them to I, read?
4: I don't... Um I don't know if that would be uh, appropriate to hypnotize children. Um, the idea is to to get them to enjoy reading. So
0: you're saying that you don't have anything in your book that has to do with hypnotizing children to try to get them to read. Is that no chapter on hypnotizing?
4: Uh, there's no There's no chapter on hypnotizing
0: children. Now let me give you an example of a little something that I do and how easily somebody can be hypnotized. Now, if you can close your eyes right now, can you close your eyes for me? Um. Go ahead.
4: I'm sorry. Close my eyes? Yes, like, yeah. You, you, what, do you want to hypnotize me? Is that we're going to try and do?
0: Well, I'm going to give you the, uh, the, my method of uh, hypnotizing that's been proven to work uh, for generations, actually. So if you just close your eyes, are they closed? I don't, um... Just for a second. Just humor me, okay? Just humor me. Close your eyes, if you will. Uh, oh, uh, sure. All right, are your eyes closed?
4: Yes, my eyes are
0: closed. All right. Now, your eyes are closed. Now, I need you to listen to my voice very closely. Are you listening? I'm listening. Okay. Now, I'm going to count backwards from five to one, okay? You will be in a deep state of sleep when I get to one, okay? Here we go. Five and four and three and two and one. And are you asleep? No. No. You're not. All right, let me try this again. Hang on a second.
4: <clears throat> I don't believe I'm one of those people that could be hypnotized. Um, I
0: okay, okay. I, I think I know I think I think know uh, what kind of uh, personality trait you have. I'm going to do something different here. I'm going to count up from one to five. Okay, are your eyes closed?
4: <laughs> do, do you really think changing the order of the numbers is going to make that much of a difference? I've expressed to you, I don't believe... I'm the kind of person that can be hypnotized. Well, I
0: I assure you, sir, that um, you're going to feel a lot different after I do this exercise to you. I can almost guarantee results. So like I said before, if you could just please humor me, it is the Rick the Hypnotist show, you know. Okay, go ahead. Sure. Now listen to my voice very closely. Are you listening? I am listening. Okay, I'm going to count upwards from 1 to 5. When I get to 5, you're going to be in a deep state of sleep, okay? Here we go. And 1, and 2, and 3, and 4, and 5, and you are asleep. Am I right?
4: No, I'm not asleep. Oh, uh, really? This is, is just... This really necessary? Mm-hmm.
0: Who's Podcast. Man, I got a uh, issue here. It's an issue going on that I've had uh, going on for a couple of years. I don't want to talk about it too much, but man, it sucks. It that issue is called hypochondria. know why it came out of sort of nowhere like I sort of have these bouts with hypochondria now is anybody like that it's kind of embarrassing to talk about man but every time I come across an article online that says like you know 10 signs that you're dying I got to fight the resistance not to click the article and the funny thing is that I know in my head that if I click it I'm going to read something that's going to freak me out, man. And all that stuff is clickbait. You know, it's all it's all junk. But seriously, it catches me, man. It reels me in every time. I'm like, "Man, you know what? I'm going to read this and I'm going to I'm going to find out 10 signs that you're dying." And I'm going to find out I don't have any of those signs. I're going to feel great. Man, it never works out like that. It's always like you read it One little thing happens,
1: I'm dying.
0: And this is what happened to me. Um, and this is so I can't believe I'm gonna say this.
1: Well, are you sure you want to say it? Because you, I I mean, let me have the microphone because we only have one and I really could use my own. Any update on that? No, just what were you gonna say? Well, all right, um. are you sure? You, I, I know what you're going to talk about. And now are you sure you want to bring it up? Yes, I do. Because I don't care because I talked to my
0: buddy Brian. It happened to him too. And this is what happened. <laughs> the other night I was sleeping. Which I do every night. And, uh... I don't know. In the last couple of years I've been having really lucid, real, vivid, messed up dreams... I've told you about my dreams before, the dream that I'm stuck in quicksand and I can't quite get to my destination, or the dream where I'm late for a plane, and if you're a radio person, you probably, and I'm not, I mean, I'm not, unfortunately, but I still have radio dreams, God, take that off, what, the music, it's, I mean, what is this, Don, when it gets to this point, take it off,
1: you don't like that,
0: take it off, so um I still have this radio dream where I, I I don't know it's like a dead air dream I think it happens to to radio people and I, I think it happens to any any kind of profession that you're in you have dreams that you're freaking out that you're messing up that you're you're late for a plane so my recent dream that I've been having is weird and I, I don't know why I'm telling you this but the other night, I was dreaming that I was urinating. I mean, I'm talking a full on. Well, the dream was I was running down the beach and I was with, you know, my family. I suppose. I don't really know the details of the dream. I can't remember. But I remember trying to run down the beach and trying to find a place to go to the bathroom. That was a dream. Very vivid, very lucid. I need to go to the bathroom. I need to go right now, right now, right now. What do I do? That's the dream, right? And so, I go to a place and I can't go, and somebody walks up on me. Finally, in the dream, I get to a place on the beach where I'm behind a big bush, and I'm I'm just gonna let it go full on. I'm gonna I'm gonna pee. Boom! In the dream, I'm just like, oh God, yes, this is unbelievable. I mean, this is a dream, right? Right? Subconscious of cues, right? Yeah, that's a dream. So, come to find out, it's not a dream. And I woke up in shock, and I had you know it wasn't a ton of pee,
1: but I mean I I, I wait you're telling me you peed yourself?
0: Yeah, I peed myself. Thank you, Don. I'm a 38 year old man, and I had a dream I was peeing on a beach, and I peed myself.
1: Oh, well I'm uh, I'm in uh, you know upper 70s. And I have yet to do that. So,
0: well, that's the thing. I got nervous about it, man. It started freaking me out. And before I talked to my friend Brian, he told me he's uh, had that kind of a dream too. I looked online and I said, I'm an adult. I I typed in adult peeing myself at night. What is that? The sound of clicking? Yeah, that's me clicking on my, my, my phone. Typed in, you know, adult urinated myself once. In my sleep. What comes up? You have prostate cancer.
1: Oh, of course, Come on.
0: No, really. So this is what is freaking me out now.
1: So I haven't been able to really sleep. I'm freaked out. Well, I don't think it's anything to worry about. I mean, you're a young man. Well,
0: it doesn't matter if I'm a young man. That It doesn't matter. It still freaks me out. And this is where, oh my God, it drives my wife nuts. But I, I think I'm a full-blown hypochondriac. And it takes me a while to get over it, like a few days. And I, I, it just freaks, I get nervous, man.
1: I don't know why. Well, I mean, you should be no more nervous that you, you piss the bed. All right, Don.
0: It wasn't anything that happens all the time. Like I'm a young kid and I'm doing it every other day. It happened once. Big deal. So I think, I, I, I <laughs> and this is the, The funny part, I I went on YouTube and I I looked up on the doctors, you know, the show, the doctors and they said it's due to stress that if you have the dream where you urinate and you urinate yourself at night, but you're dreaming that you urinate, that's some sort of a stress dream. Now, if you're peeing yourself in the middle of the night and you don't even know what's going on and you don't even have the feeling you have to pee, uh, that might be something to do with your health. I don't know. Uh, so I think I'm okay According to the doctors on TV I'm stressed And I am I gotta be honest with you Don, I'm stressed
1: Well, I got something That'll make you feel better What? Um, Hang on, let me hit this right Here Yeah Don rookie time Oh god I didn't give you
0: permission to do this again.
1: It doesn't matter. My, my goose. Yeah. All right. Yeah, this one's called My, my goose. Yeah. Oh, my little pretty one. My pretty one. Can you give me my son? He is my goose. Oh, my little motor run. My mother run. Oh, they're coming off. He. Is my goose never gonna stop? Give it up, you're a dirty mind, always get it up. You're a slut, don't just me, your are right. My, 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 my goose! Yeah! My, my, my goose! Yeah! Wow, this is bad. Come a little closer, hun, be my hunt, Close and never do me, my, Bye, my goose. Ooh, a little mystery. Give it to me, running down the length of my thigh, Sharona. Oh, give it up, give it up. Shut your dirty mouth, coos is my dad, give it up, wanna kiss his lips, My aye, aye, aye. coos. Woo!
0: What are you doing?
1: My god my coos. Yeah! My my coos. Yeah, I got away Did you say you wanted to kiss me? Ah, right, don't worry about it. This is my guitar solo. Mike Coos, he's my best friend. Dude, I told you not to do the poem in the middle.
0: And you're nuts you didn't come up with the lyrics. Hey, hey, my
1: ay, ay, coos Bye ah. Mike Coos, oh, oh you little butter me, but me, are you a little butter me? my goose what are you saying butter me yeah i'm a little butter me I want a little matter of my my goose Oh, me give it up wait where the music go dude that i can't let you do that on the show you said you you said you liked donna Roachie. dude
0: you are what are not even prepared i told you to write original lyrics you're out of breath look at you
1: I'm okay. I can do it. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye.
0: All right. We're not going to do that again.
1: Coos, right, I don't feel so good.
0: Well, you've been singing and jumping around and twerking like an idiot for the last two minutes.
1: But I thought you liked Don...
0: I thought you liked Don I-, I mean, I like it. And I like the idea that you want to write me a-, a personal song every week on the podcast. But that, I mean,
1: this just shows, man, you can't do it. Uh, I mean, I'm a little... I might be a little out of shape. But didn't you like the way I say it's my sh- my Sharona and it's my, my, my Coos? That's the problem. It's stupid. What a dick.
0: Alright, we're gonna take a break. Mike Coos podcast.
1: Not that. Play a call. Oh, okay. Sorry. Hello? Um, hello. Is this Richard?
4: Yes, Donald. This is
1: Richard, it's yes, how are you? I'm, I'm ex- I'm not doing so well. Um, that's why I'm calling. Uh, my dementia's gotten really bad. Um, so they're finally putting me in a home. Um, so I just want to apologize. Uh, for all the the antics I've been in, in the past, and I'm really sorry. It just is really yeah. due to my disease. Um. Well- I'm I'm glad that you're finally seeking
4: seeking help. That's that's a very good thing.
1: Well, it's my basically my grandson's making me do it. But can I talk to Judith real quick and apologize to her and say goodbye because I'm not going to be in the neighborhood anymore? Um. Uh, yes. Uh, w- hold on one second, Judith. Okay. Great. Um. Hello. Uh, hey, hello, Judith. It's Donald from across the street. Donald, how are you? I'm Well, I'm not so well. I was just telling um, Richard that I'm actually going away I'm to a home, finally. I'm moving out of the neighborhood. Donald, it's... Donald's moving. Yes, oh. Um. so I'm not going to be able to talk to you guys on the phone ever um, anymore. Oh, so... Donald,
2: I'm so sorry sorry. Yeah, I'm my, so sorry. My okay.
1: grandson's making me go in a home, so... Well, um, you know what, Donald? Maybe it's, it's for it's the best right now. Thank you, and I appreciate it, and, um, you know, maybe someday I'll talk to you soon, but I gotta go. I gotta finish packing. I'm leaving in the morning, so... Come.
4: Okay, sweetheart. Well, you take care.
1: Okay, you guys, have uh, uh, be safe, okay? Bye-bye. Good luck, Donald. Hello? Yes. Hello, is this Richard?
4: Yes, Don- Donald.
1: What, what what is it? Well, hi. I'm I'm actually calling. I know we haven't spoken in a while, but I'm calling because I'm finally going away to a home. my My dementia's gotten so bad that my my um, grandson's finally arranged Donald, for me got- to be in a home. So I'm I'm moving away from the neighborhood. You, you just called. Donald. And I just wanted to talk to Judith and say the same thing to her because she's a lovely woman. Oh, can you put her on the phone? It's, it's Donald. Hello. Hello. He doesn't Hi. doesn't
4: remember calling.
1: What happened? I don't remember what.
4: Judith, just say goodbye
2: again. Donald, what is it, sweetie? You just
1: called? um, I'm moving away. I'm finally going into a home for my dementia's gotten so bad. So I just want to say I'm sorry for everything that I put you guys through. Donald, you just, good good luck to you. Okay, thank you again, and I really appreciate all your patience with me. Bye bye Uh, now. Of course. Hello? What? Hello? Um, I'm looking for Richard. You've
2: got to go. You've got to go and get into that home. Wait, what are is you? keep
1: calling here. Here's the thing: is that my dementia's gotten so bad that I'm actually going into a home. So I just I've already heard this. Just get to the home, Donald. Why are you screaming at me? I'm going into a home, and I'm, I'm very scared, and I you're scaring you're me more. you know you're going into a home. You've been knowing nothing but calling us all day to tell us. Well, can I speak to Judith for a second? Damn no, it! Yeah, because my dementia's so bad that I'm actually going Go into a home. Calls, Donald. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I like Ice and Gonna bring home the bacon. You ain't from Kingston. You are just faking. You take her and make her. I mess up I make her makeup. She started with her A cup. Put some D's on it. Yeah, I'm the shit. I should have a grease on me. Take a back street and I put some P's on it. Just left the Gucci store. All I got is G's on me. Oh, oh, oh. I like this. Yeah.
0: Oh, come on. Dude, you got to stop twerking in the studio. I can't take it. Your ass is like non-existent.
1: What do you mean? Look at this. Turn it up. Dude,
0: are you... Like, what are those... Is there, is there a stain on your butt? All right, I'm done. All right, right, cause that...
1: Let me see that again. Stop trying to embarrass me.
3: Yeah, I'm shit.
1: I said Grandkids have are listening. It. Gosh. All right. Well, that was a
0: good uh, podcast. Thank you for your help, Don. Thanks to everybody who listened. And if you could please log on and to iTunes, that would be fantastic. Trying to grow this thing here iTunes, log on M-I-K-E-K-O-O-Z Podcast That's right Mike Coos Podcast Log on, subscribe And please tell your friends about it We want to get as many subscribers as possible As possible
1: Wow, how many how many wines have you had tonight?
0: One What? What, do you, what is it to you?
1: Oh, you just fumbling and stumbling all over your words
0: Well, you sound kind of funny too, actually
1: Just worry about yourself. Uh, Can I say something, actually? Yeah, sure. I just want to thank everybody for uh, supporting the show. And, uh, you know, I'm getting a lot of comments that I should really be the name of... It should be the Don Stanley podcast. Oh, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Uh, Because people say that I'm really the star of the show So I plan on having my shirt out soon And maybe my own podcast Well, good luck with that Well, you're going to help me, right?
0: No Why would I?
1: Well, because don't you want me
0: to be successful? No, I'm... uh, You're supposed to help me and my podcast
1: God, you are a selfish...
0: Don't say it
1: Or I'll smack you let, remind, let me remind you what happened uh, a little over an hour ago when you talk trash.
0: Yeah, I know, and it doesn't matter. I know how to defend that.
1: Oh, do you?
0: Yeah, go ahead. Try to do it again.
1: Well, why don't you try to slap me? Slap you right now? Yeah, go ahead. You son of a bitch. Ah! That's right. All right, end the show. It's over. over. Ah, That's right, prick.